Yo, what's going on, y'all's Community Coalition show? We in this thing tonight. Kay Wilson, we got Yendi on. Yendi, what's going on? What's good? Not much. Um, David is somewhere. Um, EMIA. EMIA. I don't know. I hope he's good. He'll, hopefully he'll pop in, in a little bit, though. Um, but I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. So, David, if you're listening and you're watching, I hope you're okay, fam. Yeah, on the street. I'll talk to Mike about him like you did me. I ain't say nothing <laughs> bad about you. We just... <laughs> yeah, on them streets. Don't we hate him? I don't know. David might be on them streets. You know, I don't know. Life is life is a single man, I guess. I don't know. Um, That's right. He's single and ready to mingle. Yeah. So do your thing. Um, We're going to get this thing started tonight, though. So let's see if he pops in or not. But I'm going to get right to it. It's been crazy out here, you know. Um, and it's, it's been interesting to talk about, like, every time I watch the news and they're talking about how many people, you know, jobs are open and, you know, no one's working and no, everyone's leaving their jobs and stuff like that. And they're making it seem like it's such a bad thing. I don't think it's really a bad thing. You know, what do you, what do you think? What do you think? Listen. As a person who's done it, I did it during these times, it's not a bad thing because employers are not thinking about their employees, the mental health. See, I quit, I quit after being at my job for two years and with just with everything going on, it was a toxic environment and I was like, I am mentally done. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that's what it is. I think that's what it is for a lot of people. So I have this whole theory, and, and it's not really theory, but I think people, the pandemic really showed a lot of people that they can do things differently, you know? Mm-hmm. And I don't think, I think, I think the workforce, the employers, the companies underestimated the power of the pandemic when it came to that. I think they really felt like, oh, people would rush back to work. They need jobs. They're going to come rushing back to work, crawling, you know, with a tail between their legs, so to say. And it didn't happen. And now they're scrambling and they're panicking. And they really, I mean, I think, especially in America, in this country, companies have really been spoiled. Mm-hmm. And they've really been getting over on employees forever. You know, the think about think about what's happened here. Like people, they really not, they really don't pay people much. The average worker, like it's about minimum wage. What, what was minimum wage? Minimum wage, I remember $1.10, $11, stuff like that. When I started working, remember minimum wage was like six and some change. Then it went up to seven. And then I think when I left, I was working in retail a couple of years ago. And I think it got up to like maybe about $10 in Jersey. So it, it didn't really increase that much. $10. But then when I was working, it was about the same, like minimum wage. So let's look. And I know people talk about this. Think about this. You were in Jersey, right? Mm-hmm. How much does it cost to live in Jersey? What is average uh, rent in like Jersey? Well, it depends on the area, but I know that you can expect to pay at least seventeen hundred for a one bedroom. <sighs> but rent is expensive anywhere because even is. where I live. Rent is high. Like a three bedroom apartment costs like twenty two hundred dollars. You might as well get a house. Twenty two hundred. Yeah, yeah. That's that's actually more than my mortgage, baby. Um, 
Yeah, I'm in a DMV. I know, like, talking about one bedrooms here. We're talking about 15, 16, 1700. You know, the hood, you still paying that much. Mm-hmm. So, cool. yeah, like, they got the houses down in Allentown. They're like 100,000 and they're like crappy houses. The area is just expensive. Yeah. So, I'm like, what the hell were we really paying people? That's poverty. Peanuts. People couldn't even afford to live. That's 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 crazy. So if you worked a full-time job, you bust you tell you had to work at least two jobs to even afford to live. And I, we just talking about a place to stay. We ain't talking about food. We ain't talking about none, nothing else. So these companies have really been getting over for the longest time. Their profit margins have been sick. They're making all kinds of money. And the employees haven't been making anything. That's the first thing. You want to know what else? What, um, a lot of these companies, for example, McDonald's, um, they didn't want to offer full-time because they don't want to pay that. They didn't want to give uh, insurance for their employees. And if they say that's a lie, I'm going to tell you that's not true because I remember my sister worked at McDonald's and she, she had to become a manager in order to get insurance because they didn't want to pay their employees. Yeah. I mean, they didn't want to offer full-time so that they can offer the insurance. They, they didn't want to pay that, yep, pay that fringe package. For those who right. don't know that fringe package, that's where you talk about your benefits, your leave, you know, all those things the companies still have to pay out. They have to pay an account for that. And I know depending on where it is, there's a cost amount to that for every employee. You know, I remember when I was in nonprofits, you know, somebody was making about 40, 50 a year. Their fringe was probably still about another six, seven thousand dollars on top of that that the company had to pay per employee if you were full time. So, like you said, now they don't want to take care of the employees. So I remember that, too, because I remember even the state of Maryland, you know, full time was considered 40 hours for a lot of places. And then I know in Maryland, I think a couple of years ago, they bumped it down to 32 hours was considered full time. And so if you're working 32 hours, they had to, by law, pay out the French, pay out the benefits, you know. So then what were they doing for people? What were they doing to people? Oh, work 31 hours, work 30 hours so that they didn't have to pay them that. So now you playing games with people. And you almost cut 10 hours a week on top of that. So people weren't making the money, you know? Mm-hmm. So now, so now you're playing with people. Because we all know insurance is crazy. People need health insurance to live. They do, especially yeah. for COVID. Yeah, and look at how many, there's a lot of uninsured people out here. Think about people with children. You need that. Or now you don't have sick leave. You don't have time off. Yep, and that's that was one of the reasons why I left my last job. It was because they got rid of sick time. And I was like, we're in a whole pandemic. Like, that people, was that's something you shouldn't have done. People get sick. It happens. We're human. Humans sometimes have issues. So now you're playing with people on that end, you know? So you're playing with the money. Now you're playing games with, with how they can live. And then let's talk about workplace culture. A lot of places, it's, it's, a, it's a horrible, toxic environment. It is. You know, and, and I think about talking about like the leave stuff. Let's talk about that, that there. Why is it that companies, I've never heard a company not dis, like discourage people from taking their leave. Like how bad is it when you want to take time off and you got to get it approved? Yes. Yeah. And they make it hard. They make it like that. That concept always blew my mind. So you're telling me I earned this time. This is my time, right? I'm entitled to it. But then you come back and tell me, no, I can't do it. Get out of here. Or if you do do it, they punish you. 
some other way, some other culture way. As a as a person who took a course in HR, I've learned a lot, and they honestly expect their workers to not take that leap. But now they're now they're trying to encourage people to take the time, but it's like it's impossible to take time off, especially now because a lot of places are short staffed, and it's crazy because. Like you said, it's a lot of people like, you know what, enough is enough. Like, I'm over it and I'm out. Yeah, why would why would I stay in this? Like I said, why would I why would I stay with this? Toxic <laughs> and we're they're not taking care of their employees. We just we just had conversations and, I, and I'll tell y'all this conversation, people getting abused on the job, mm-hmm. customers fighting employees, coming after people. Yeah. Talking to people any kind of way. How many times have you been cussed out on your job? Let me tell you something. Okay, we are we talking about in, in person or customer service? Because either, either way, when I used to work in insurance, I used to get cursed out every day. And and your job is to say, you know, to show empathy because you know we get it, but still, it's not right. And even with my job now, it's not right. I understand you're mad. I got called a bitch the other day. <laughs> And for no reason. But when I worked in retail, it was even worse. But see, with retail, it's, the vibe is a little different because, you know, they can get away with a little bit of something. But I never forget, especially now because, you know, holiday is coming up. I never forget this one lady, like this was about two years ago. She was so pissed off because, and I used to work at a children's clothing store. And she, people would order like, 30 items online and then comes to the store to return it because none of it fit their kid. Do you know how long it takes to return all that shit? Yeah. It takes a long time. And so, you know, we're patient. We work with you, but she was getting huffy and puffy because she felt as though I was taking too long. I'm like, ma'am, you have 30 items that you are returning. I need to go through each item. And like with my job, you have to go through each item. You have to highlight on the paper to make sure it's what they're returning and I know she got so mad because she felt as though I missed something so then she pulled the item out of the box and threw it at me I lost it so I'm like don't throw nothing at me I was already pissed off because you had me here this whole time you're giving me a hard time and then you're gonna throw something at me don't do that come on now that's That's evil people are evil out here and then how did how did your boss treat that because a lot of times they don't protect people they don't protect their employees well, I, at that time, I was a manager. So my my man, I was the assistant manager. My store manager heard me and the lady going at it because I told the lady, "Don't you ever in your life throw anything at me." I'm sorry. She said I was going to jump in, it, but I realized you had it. So yes, it was okay. See, I I've always been lucky to have bosses who always had our back That's because. Good. You know, I went from dog grooming, and you know dog grooming customers are crazy, Yes. to working in a clothing store. And so, like, I never had to deal with a manager who would just be like, oh, no, you know what, you were in the wrong, blah, 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 blah. No, they don't play that because mm. they, they're not trying to hear it. No, no. But yeah. I have seen places where the managers would be like, well, you were wrong. The customer's always right. And I would see employees get abused and the yep. manager would just take their take the customer side. But no, the, the customer is wrong. I'm sorry. Customers they be are wrong. wrong. At, the, at the end of the day, 
I get this as a business, but if you lose one bad apple, it's really not going to destroy the business. People will tell you, oh, I'm never shopping here again. I'm going to tell everybody not shop here. Please. They'll be back. I've seen them come yeah, back. they come back. I've seen them. Yeah. They come back. They'll be like, they'll curse. They will. I've literally seen this lady curse one of the associates out at one of my stores that I worked at, she called her a bitch and everything. It was like, I'm never stepping foot in this place ever again. Like, this place is ghetto. Not a... Let me tell you, I've seen that lady 30 times after that. She yeah. made a whole ass out of herself. And then come in there like, nothing ever happened. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, so we really going to take their side? People who busting their butt for you, really grinding for you, you know, trying to make y'all some money. And they don't take care. I've been, I've been, I got fired from a job because I stood up for, I stood for one of my employees in upper management because and they, they used to tell me they didn't like this person. They had no reason not to like one of my employees. They just didn't like this person. And so something went down that he had nothing to do with it. And they still tried to pin it on him. And I intervened and I said, no, it wasn't him. And I challenged him. What did they do? They fired me. So I'm like, this is the culture y'all bring to people. So all this madness is going on. And we expect okay. people to want to rush back to that. Well, I find it funny because um, I've been I've been reading a lot on this, um, and I just find it so weird that when they look up, when you look this up and do your research on it, why people are quitting their jobs, the stuff that they're coming up with, I'm just like, did you even talk to a real person, or is this just what you're making up? Because I promise you, the reasons that they're using. It's not really why people are quitting their jobs. Like they were, I was looking up, for example, for customer service because like I said, I, I worked in insurance. And so, you know, sometimes when you have to deal with people day to day, calling you up, cursing you out, sometimes that can be a bit much. Yeah. And a lot of people that I worked with, I saw that a lot of them had to seek therapy. Yeah. It, it really messed with their mental health. And they were saying, oh, the reason why customer service people have suffered from burnout is because of the hours that they have to work. And it was just a bunch of bull crap. And I was like, how about how people talk to us on the phone? Or it's always demanding on how we have to meet metrics. And we don't get time. If you have a call where somebody slashes your face off, you don't really get time after that call to pick up, you know, or recover because, you know, they say, oh, no, 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 people are waiting. You got to get with the next caller. But, like, they just, I don't feel like they really talk to real people to find out why they're actually quitting their jobs because I promise you the reasons that they're using is stupid. Yeah, they want, think- people want more money. Right. They want to feel like they're respected. You know, they want to feel like they're a part of the team. Yeah. And I've always been a big supporter of mental health time because I feel like companies really need to have mental health days for their employees. Right. Yeah, they should. So before we get into that, David, what's going on, fam? David, looking for you, know. you in them streets. See, see, you got yeah. out the streets. You came home, dog. A little bit, a little bit. You came yeah, back. Yeah, you came yeah. back home. All right. You chose the streets. He shows, yo. Can't you? Shows. 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 Shows.
for their self-interest, they can't tell people the truth. No. Nope. Think about if they told people the truth about what was really happening. Mm-hmm. Nobody would want to go back to work. So they can't, they got to make right. it seem like it's like it's everything's okay. Right. You know, but no, we, we know the truth. Yeah, we know the truth. You ain't you ain't paying this shit. You treating us like right. dirt. People are stressed out, beat up, scared. You People know, aren't feeling safe. They're not feeling safe. Like this right. is all why would I go back to a place where not only am I disrespected, I'm underpaid and I'm overworked. Exactly. And then now people have found options. Right. And that's so what did you now go ahead. I'm sorry. I was when you said options, I was gonna say, did you hear about the strip club in Las Vegas? No, what, what happened? What, what what oh my gosh. So when we say options, okay, the strip mm. club in Las Vegas, because the girl been on TikTok advertising about how much money she makes in a weekend as a stripper in Vegas, she made forty four thousand yeah. dollars in one weekend. <sighs> Man, this strip club in Vegas had an audition and they had to shut it down because they had over a thousand girls come in audition from all over the country. It was like we're tired I'm, of this working. We need to make real money. <laughs> I'm trying to audition. What's I mean, up? Hey. <laughs> hey, David, David, we can we can set up. We've been talking about this OnlyFans for a minute, David. You gotta you. get up there and bro. clap some cheeks, David. I'm telling you, you got hey, the camera for the we, right price. We, we can make this happen. You keep for the right price. I got the ring light in the camera. We can we can make this happen, hey, fam. What's up? I just, I, just, I just need my cut off top. Right. I just need my cut. That's all. Right. These businesses be playing. Well, that's Ooh. that's the thing. So think about it. So I think that's like out of all the horror that we went through and we're still going through in this pandemic, mm-hmm. one of the good things that we've seen is that people are saying there there be it's almost like I, I go back to the Matrix a lot. It's one of my favorite movies. But written by a black woman. Mm, but we're starting to see the other side. People are taking the other pill. Right. And their, their eyes are being open to the rest of the world. You know, we we have been programmed and as a people and as a culture, we've been fed this whole workforce mentality. Right. And they've drilled it to us in all parts of our society. Go to school, get a job, go to school, get a job, work till you retire, all this stuff. And now that we mm-hmm. see that that's not working and people are actually becoming free and their eyes are opening to say, hey, wait, there's some other things that could be out here doing. Right. And they're probably going to make some money. And now they're panicking like, wait, wait, wait. We didn't want you to do all that. And that's, right. what, that's what I'm saying. So now they're in scramble mode. They're also making it harder to get these, these better paying jobs because like right. a lot of these positions, like when I, I went to school for, you might have said, I did the HR thing, but some of these companies now to get a job in HR and to at least get paid decent money, they want you to have a master's degree. Who right. paying for my master's? Are you? And that's, that's enough- not cheap. That's, that's another thing. Yeah. Like, I think another thing people are starting to see, I'm going to school, spending all this money in debt, and I can't even get a job in the field that I went to school for. Or that job doesn't pay enough. Yeah. So why why am I going to school, putting on myself almost 100000 plus in debt? Right. But what? And also, there's no work-life balance. They try to tell you there is, but there isn't right. any work-life balance. So it's yeah. like, I have this demanding schedule. And now I have to go to school so that I can get a better job within mm-hmm. your company. And I don't have time to myself. Think about that. And you and you working all these crazy hours 
That's crazy. That that's like that's outrageous. That is really yeah. outrageous. I never I never agree with the concept. I'm gonna work 50 hours out of the year, right? Just to take two of them off. Doesn't make sense. What the hell? I, I never understood weeks. that. Weeks. 52 weeks. Sorry, 50 right. weeks to take two weeks off. Right. If I get that. Mm-hmm. It really doesn't make sense. It doesn't make like, sense. Even in my field where I went to like what I went to school for. The jobs that I look for, they all say, first of all, I have a I have a I have an associate's degree from I guess a good college, <laughs> if I can say that. Hey. And hey. <laughs> first of all, now Kenny, we've talked about this constantly. My school has a 50% retention rate. Yeah. So that already that already tells you that something's going on, like there. And then on top of that, any job that like I that I think I'd be qualified for, I'm not qualified for because they want a bachelor's. Yeah. And then not only that, they want on top of that a bachelor's and then five years experience. For mm-hmm. for an entry level job. Right. Yeah. That but tell me what the fuck is entry about that. But but that, I went to school and got a bachelor's and I can't even get a job in my field because I don't have enough experience. I don't even tell you the last time I used my degree. I'm going to tell you the last time I used my degree. Somebody asked for my degree. Before. I don't even, it's it's somewhere. I don't even know where it is, honestly, the physical part. But I don't even have mine. I know it's back in California. Yeah. Like for, but I'm like, that that also shows the disconnect. Mm -hmm. A lot of these jobs, what the hell is the degree going to tell you about me? You know? First of all, you want you're going to train me how to do the job anyway, right? So, so what does a master's degree have to do with getting an entry level job in HR, for example? An entry level job is HR is pretty much they're going to train you to do everything for that company anyway, right? They don't want to because training costs money. And they but, don't want but, to spend the money anymore. But think so about they go it. after people who have the experience, so they but don't I mean, have to train. But them. that's what I'm saying. So let's say you come out of school with a master's degree. Let's mm-hmm. say you don't have any experience. You don't know anything about that job. You may know some of the terminology and stuff from school, yeah. but you don't know how they do business. Every job is different. Mm-hmm. They got to show you that culture anyway. Right. And on top of that, if you demand a master's degree for this job, are you going to pay me master's degree money? Exactly. All of these, like, I've seen so many job postings to where, oh, we demand, we uh, require a bachelor's. Oh, we uh, require a master's. Oh, we require this type of degree. Oh, $15 an hour. What the hell is $15 an hour? That's not enough. That's not even going to pay your student loan debt. What? The, what? Don't even get me started. Like, some of these jobs feel like you should be blessed to get paid $15, $16 an hour. I'm a grown woman. Right. Okay. I'm going to need you to at least let my starter fees be 50000 a year. I'll take that as a beginning salary. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we shouldn't even be talking about an hourly amount at this point. Right. Right. Like Pay my, pay my student loans. And on top of that, hey, you know what? You know what I will say? If you pay, my student lo- if you pay off my student loans, I'll take 15 an hour. Because it may balance out your debt. Right. That's the thing. Like, so but that's but that's that's my issue. The companies are not trying to be creative right. to work with people to meet people where they are. Mm-hmm. 
and how they can get them in and work with them. You know, a lot of people they don't want to talk to them. They don't. But people, like they I said, so have that conversation. And that's why we see certain companies that aren't excelling in some of this stuff, right. like the Googles of the world. Mm-hmm. Like they they kind of do things differently. And, and you ever had anybody work for Google or hate Google? No. Well, you know what? I mean, I'm not. I'm not going to say to why hear, we're, we're we're starting to hear about it. Yeah, but not much. No, not much. I'm not going to say where I work, but my job, honestly, I thought that was kind of funny because I went, before I got hired, I, I tried to see bad reviews on it. And a lot of people, there was nothing but good reviews. And that was because they said they're, they're starting to take the time to listen to the associates. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm not going to lie. Some of the things that they asked for, I was like, y'all are bugging. But some of the things, you know, I'm like, okay, at least they're trying to listen and act like they care. But Google out here is a good company to work for. But I mean, I just, I just, when we're talking about like thinking outside the box Mm -hmm. and they were, they were a lot of times at the forefront of some of that stuff where it was like, Mm -hmm. you know, not really working a whole like the whole 40 hour work week thing wasn't really yeah. a thing with them working remotely before the pandemic places like that where it's like okay they're trying to meet people where they are you know we're well, in california so you know but, they got a whole different vibe out there but, oh, but i'm saying I'm talking not, about that with my parents like yeah but if it works yeah. if it works you can bring your dog to work in out there too right good serotonin Hey, if they provide my, snacks, they provide food. Yeah, mm-hmm. I had a I had a home, I have a homie works at a tech company out here in Virginia, and a couple of the things I was asking because I'm like, you know, this was like before the pandemic. I was like, you know, he was saying how sweet it was, sweetest job we ever worked for. I love this job. I bust my butt for this job, and so I'm like, okay, what was so sweet about it? He was like, dog, like I have to go to the office twice a week, mm. and this was before again before pandemic. This is like a couple right. years before the pandemic. And that was like unheard of. And I was like, what? Twice a week? He's like, yeah. They gave me a laptop. I could work from home. I was logging in. And then when I came to the office, he was like, you know, they had like things set up a rec room. And he said, after work, you got your work done. They had beer in the fridge. Go grab a beer. And I was like, you know, it made me think like. They took care of their workers. But. You know, it's like that too. How much did that take for that company to do the little things for their employees they didn't lose anything they listened twice a week everybody was still productive he said when they came in as long as you got your work done nobody was on your back that's workplace culture that doesn't cost anything a six-pack of beer in the fridge come on fam what's that shoe company that shoe website zappos Oh yeah, Zappos was like that too. Like they would have happy hour for their employees and retreats. There's a um another good company who listens to their employees too. Is I think it's called uh, no, that's not the name. I think it's called Aya Healthcare. It's like Mm -hmm. um they have travel nurses, but every year they rent out an island and fly all of their employees out for a nice getaway. And I mean, they pay for everything. I thought that was so cool. That sounds yeah. fire. And that's what I'm saying. Little things like that. I was talking to another homie who works in DMV. 
And he was just like, you know, even though we're doing things remotely, he was like, you know, the company's really trying to, you know, everybody's remote, so we don't get a chance to see each other as much. Mm-hmm. And so they've been sponsoring like gatherings. We go bowling. We do things like that. And he was like, they did it. And it wasn't like an evening thing. It was like during the workday. Right. So that people didn't feel like they had to like make evening plans and people to watch their kids and stuff. It was already built in. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, come on now. Like these little things that seem so small that are inexpensive that all it takes is a little effort for a company to show that you give a damn about the people that work for you. Right. You know, how small is this stuff? And that's why when you hear people ask, people are not asking for a lot. Nope. They just want to be able to afford where they live. Right. You know, have a little bit of flexibility because the world is different. This is not the 1940s, the 1950s anymore. Right. I'm sorry. A nine to five work week doesn't work. It's not realistic anymore. Especially if you're not, if you can't afford to live. That's the first thing. Yeah. Or that like working nine to five, five days a week, you can't afford shit. You can't afford it. I'm also going to be, I'll tell you another step further. If you have kids, a nine to five work week doesn't work. Nope. Right. Because school is not nine to five. Right. Which means I got to make arrangements to get my kids to school and pick them up from school. Not only that, being a parent isn't nine to five. That's what I'm saying. So like the schedule itself doesn't even work. Business doesn't operate nine to five for most places anymore. Let's be real, y'all. Right. How many businesses That's operate five. on a nine to five schedule? Right. Kenny, you're an entrepreneur. How often? Was, like, what does your work, what does your work day look like? Any damn dime I want. I was, I was just about to say that. That's why I like grooming for myself, my own business, because I can schedule my appointments around my day. It works. If only I could just do that full time, that would be so good. Absolutely. We're going to make it happen. We're going we to do it. So that's what I'm saying. So like, so for companies, all that, all that trash y'all talking, no. I'm calling, I'm calling bullshit for y'all. I'm calling it. Absolute bullshit. And people aren't going back to that. And yes, this country is going to suffer. So mm-hmm. the, the shift has to happen. Y'all going to have to change it. Fine. The country nah, will be fine. No, nah, I mean like the workforce... Yeah, it needs to change. But but what do I always say? If you want to provoke change, you hit them in the pockets. Absolutely. And this goes to the companies now, too. Now you're seeing, oh, you, you, you can't take your employees. People ain't coming back to your jobs, which well, means. Hmm? Sorry, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. No, I was just saying, because productivity is going to go down. You're not going to make as much money. You, right. you got to hit them where it hurts. And then you know what they say about that? Oh, people don't want to go back to work. Oh, people are lazy. Oh, people mm-hmm. don't want to do. Work. And that's the and that's the spin they're gonna put on it. Well, they said. Well, I know the government was saying people didn't want to go back to work because of all the free money that they got. But if you think about it, when you were on unemployment, you got paid better than you did working your stupid job. Why yeah. is that? So, so what people saw that says it opened their eyes. Wait, I gotta find other ways to get this money. Right. It wasn't it wasn't the money that really did it. The opportunity. Right. Oh, I, I, I also found a go. way to hustle and exactly. make their own money, become their own boss. Think right. about it. And I didn't like ha- it. I didn't have to spend all my time at work stressing about this job. I had a break. 
now I can begin to think for myself and do other things and think about other stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not a robot. I wasn't a robot for this moment in time. Right. I became a human. I got passions. I got dreams. I'm smart. I can do other stuff. And this is what happened for people. Mm-hmm. So they, they put this spin. Really? The money? Okay. Most people got what? $10,000 maybe? Unemployment? Oh, it was about 10, 15 maybe? Like two grand. Well, I mean, I don't, I don't know altogether. I think altogether it was maybe I was just a little monthly. Yeah, but but that's what I'm saying. Like ten thousand dollars still was enough. Might have been, I think it might have been un, a little under five thousand. That ain't All enough in the grand scheme of things. So it wasn't the money. But you know, they're never. I can't say they never. No, I could say it. I just don't feel like they will ever pay more because you know who has to, who will take a hit in their pocket big bosses and and why make them give up their money and their luxurious lifestyle but the thing is these companies especially the larger companies of the world mm-hmm. their profits are so ridiculous that the upper level really doesn't have to take a hit you just pay right. more on the profits right that's, and that's all. what they're trying to do with taxes so let's say yeah so let's say let's say walmart for example okay walmart you didn't make a billion dollars this year you made nine hundred million because you took that and you paid your employees. Ooh, ooh. I'm sorry, no one, no oh one's right. No, because they've been spoiled for too long. Right, they've been spoiled. Walmart will turn around and be like, "Nah, I don't like that." Well, then you, you suffer it because then, then people don't come to work for you. That's what it has to be. Absolutely. How are you going to provoke change? We have the power to invoke change. Absolutely. So we're going to show Walmart. Nah, we ain't coming to work for y'all. So what is Walmart doing now? Hey, y'all, we're going to pay for your college degree. We're going to pay you full benefits. They're going to hit it somehow. We got to make them change. Right. We have to. I, I, I say it all the time. The biggest crime would be if we came out of this pandemic and we kept doing the things the way we did them before. Can't, y'all. I just want to say also, Notice that a lot of the companies now are increasing the pay, mm-hmm. but look what you have to do to make the money. You gotta work like slaves. Right. That's what they. That's what they're gonna do. They. It's not gonna be free. They ain't gonna say, "Oh, we're gonna give you money." Nah. Mm-hmm. They read that fine print. Right. Like my friend is working seven days a week, and I'm like, "You're bugging." Right. And she's like, "But the money is good." But when do you get to spend the money? Does it make you saying. break like the slave? It's horrible. Yeah, when do you enjoy what do you do? What are you doing all this for? Nah. When nah. you have time to relax. Right. Is, like, be human. If right. you want to have that mentality where I work hard and sleep later, have it when it's your own business. Right. Yeah, so say nothing. Yeah, business. work yourself out of this. Though. Stop making these people rich too. Right. Right. Or I'm not, not and I'm gonna tell you right now that doesn't work because tomorrow, like I mean, that whole grind till you no sleep, team no sleep, and all that. That's what's going to have you stressed out, in bad health, and in struggling. Honestly, it used to be like that until right. I had I had to go to work sick with the flu and I almost died driving home because I fell asleep at the wheel. Yeah. And after that, I was like, never again. Because at the end of the day, if you die, they're just going to move your body over and replace right. you. Right. And well, I've seen it happen. Nope. Yeah. I'm not here to 
<laughs> work, pay bills, and die. No, right. we should. That's not how. I don't think that's how we're supposed to be living. Right. There's a uh, saying, but I'm I'm gonna say it wrong. But there is a saying where they said, "Is it like you live to work or work to live?" There's there's one of those things. Yeah. Basically, you you're working to survive. Which is which is no. I mean, we 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 need to work. You know, we, we got to make money and stuff like that, but right. we should be able to enjoy our lives and live. Right. And I think and not it, when you retire, you should be able no. to enjoy it before you retire. No, and that's what I'm saying. And I think that's part of the lie they've been feeding us. Mm-hmm. That's part of keeping us in the matrix. Right. What you going to do when you retire? You in the mid 60s and you right. to work your fingers to the bone. You can't do nothing then. Right. How am I supposed to right. have my kids? Or I mean, like, I like, can't play with my kids. Like, so you mean to tell me, like, I don't, I don't know, they're just like, I'm supposed to be a slave and a robot until I can't do it anymore. And now to the point now, we, what is retirement now? There is no retirement. Retirement so people can survive on that. Right. And what the hell am I going to that number for? Even before retirement. Look yeah. At the, they keep look pushing at the, the age um, Right. They keep, not only that, the life expectancy is going down. Yeah. So... Mm-hmm. Niggas, niggas is dying at 60 in the retirement age, 65, whatever it is. Get out of here, y'all. That happened to my mom's best friend. He was looking forward to retiring and he couldn't even make it. He died. Yeah. And he to work so hard. That's why I have so many, so many of the old heads I used to work with. Three more years till I'm out of here. Two more years till I'm out of here. What you going to do, fam? Hey, I got to go get this part time job, though. What? No, I'm good. Or I had a lot of homies who. Yeah, they they retired from one job to go work another job. That's with Social Security, you don't pay that much. Nah, nah, we're not supposed to be living like this. So if y'all out mm. there, however y'all getting y'all money, go get it. Right. Go get it. If it's working for you, you have an idea, whatever it is, pursue it. Give it a shot. Why not? The 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 workforce will be there for you. They ain't going nowhere, apparently. There's jobs out there. You can go back to that nine to five, right. that rat race. You know, so no, I'm encouraging people. Every, like, legit, everybody is hiring. Yeah, everybody hiring. Like, I know. Even the strip club in Vegas, okay? Yeah. Look, right. hey, I'm going to tell you, look. Vegas, Vegas ain't nothing but a flight. Hey, look, and I'm going to tell you right now, it ain't just Vegas. <laughs> it ain't just Vegas. There was a reason why. There was a reason why OnlyFans was going stupid last year. Right. There was a reason why in podcast, the numbers have shot up 500%. Nah, but they, they changed that with OnlyFans, though, so don't even do it. Because they were talking about MasterCard now. Um, well, that's the it's, thing. Yeah, but that's right. Remember there's another. The there's thing? other. There's other sites. There are. There's there other are. sites. Oh, I mean, like, I mean, you can, I mean, you can, go, you can go directly to the source. You, you can start your own website and get busy <laughs> on your own stuff. You can get busy. Well, I mean, like. There's ways to get busy if you try and get busy. That's what I want to say. Absolutely. You know, and if you, and if you need some help, come help you get there. Help you get there. You know, <laughs> I work with all kinds of people. You know, that's what we do. You know, we help businesses get off the ground. We don't discriminate you know, over here. That's that that uh, strip club in Vegas really inspired me. Like maybe it's time for me to open up my spot. <laughs> and become oh. the madam I always wanted to be. <laughs> oh, I mean, people will pay for it. We can have that conversation right. off air. I have, I have them holding auditions. 
I mean, you guys can be the guests. <laughs> I mean, not you, Flynn. Not what I'm saying. You see, there's a lot of potential employees out there. Yep. Right. I'm you know? listen. Hey, ain't nothing but a numbers game, you know? Right. You think about it. So, right. All you gotta yeah. do is find a demo. Yeah. So let's do this. Before we wrap up, David, I'm oh, glad you're here. Before, the- no, uh, before anything else, real quick, and I don't know if you guys did this earlier. I just need everyone, if you're listening to this, you're, if you're watching this, I need you to put a middle finger in the air right now. Fuck Kyle Rittenhouse. Oh. Oh, Kyle Rittenhouse. He, don't worry, he ain't going to be able to run no, the streets. I mean, I think he can run the streets free, but look at George Zimmerman. Where he at? I mean, back in jail. I know, I know we, we, we talked about this. I don't think any of us are surprised by this real quick. Right. But, that's the that's the system. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, the system. That's what, that's what they were saying. It we allow like, they allow him to do it. They promoted it, and they know he knew he knew what time it was. Right. You see what they did, right? Yeah. You see what they did. So they gave right. us um, what's his name? What's his name? Julius. Oh yeah, yeah. We got traded. So they gave him. They gave us that. Basically, so Smoking we can be content. Exactly. So we can yeah. be content with what's going to happen with Kyle Rittenhouse. Yeah. That's what well, they did. But well, we all knew it. So, I mean, we we knew it. It was it was a sham from the beginning. That's why I mean, it was. And and they're about to do it again. Yeah. We know it. We know it. Ahmad Arbery. Yeah. Well, I was just about to say that. I was saying this is basically what's going to happen with Ahmad Arbery. Right. Yeah. How so, are these? You know why? You know. Because it's America. Yeah, we know why. We we talk about this all the time. We do. We can be caucus and cry self-defense. And you'll be be all right. The system was not the system was not designed to punish them. Right. Look at all them people who stormed the Capitol. Our legal system was designed to punish us. Us. Yeah. We know that. Mm-hmm. So does it surprise anybody? Shouldn't at this point. And they, and they blatant about it. Now they ain't trying to hide it no more. So we have any Bobs and Karen's before we wrap up? Yeah, we do. We do. We do. Yeah. Uh, we got, and there's a couple of them. So we got. There's <laughs> always wanted to. Um, or three or four or five. Yeah, there's all of them that we just can't even, you know. Yeah. Four yeah. thousand. Yeah, about to get this whole segment sponsored. I don't know who's gonna sponsor it yet. Somebody, hey. gonna sponsor it. <laughs> Somebody gonna sponsor it. Yeah. Uh, so let's start with police in Texas. They tased and handcuffed um a kid that I don't remember. It was a high school kid, and they not they take they chased this kid, and the sad thing about it was that. All of his class, all the classmates around him were just like, what are you doing? Yeah, we already, I've worked with kids. Never had a reason to tase a kid. Right. And I've I've worked with violent kids. I'm trained in restraint and de-escalations and I've never seen a reason to tase a kid. I don't care how big they are. Enough adults should be able to handle that properly. Right. That was a choice. Also, you're an adult. What are you well, doing a, wanting to tase a kid or wanting to call, call the police on a kid to the point of where you can't control well, them? Well, or, I, well, I will say this. 
there are times where some of these kids need to be like they they need that extra level, right? But but tasing, nah, nah. Especially in the school environment, there's ways to handle that. They are. So as a parent, how would you react to that? I would be violent. Oh, if they tase my child. Like I said, enough enough adults. I've had that conversation with myself, and I hate that. Where I get to or where my mind goes to in those conversations with myself, I'm like, I'm... Yeah, because... I don't don't know what I do. It's a choice. They made a choice. That's what they did. They wanted to. So, yeah. Okay, let's go to... I don't remember where this was, but a Karen at a gas station. She threw a tantrum, and she called somebody a nigger. Oh, no. It was very unfortunate, but also nothing new. Did she get Molly Wap? I was about to say that. <laughs> <laughs> she did not. Uh, I mean, oh, I guess hopefully they, they didn't give it a power. But, but no, I mean, here's, yeah. the, here's the thing. It's going to happen. Well, I mean, it has happened. I was, had a conversation earlier. Yeah. You're going to catch the right one. Like I said, these stressful environments and people not making no money. People about to risk it all, putting their hand. They gonna put their hands on y'all. Keep playing with them. You gonna cast the right one. Yeah, and I know we're not supposed. To, I mean, but like, not encouraging violence, but be safe out there, y'all. That, yeah. Cause that's what she wanted. <laughs> that's what she wanted. There's nothing wrong with self defense. No self defense. Apparently, apparently not. Yeah, put some powder on your face and you'll pass. Son. <laughs> 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 All right. Uh, also, uh, let's go back to Kenosha, Wisconsin, and talk about there's a Bob that had a that was protesting and he was the only person protesting. And he had a sign that said Black Crime Matters. Yeah. Somebody, somebody please tell me what that means. Well, no, that means I'm out there trying to provoke. I'm trying to provoke somebody. Like I said. I saw somebody out there with an All Lives Matter sign. But I wanted to be like, it obviously it don't because white people were killed. Right. Yeah. I mean, so because. Y'all got to explain. It means that. <laughs> what are you talking about All Lives Matter or what? It means that they black do what they want. Matters. Black right. crime matters. I mean, black crime matters does to black people. Sometimes black people committing a crime and, and other black people are okay with it because we try to hold each other down. That's what that means. So I don't know what it means for them. I, I was going to say, I will like, a certain uh, athlete. Nah, that, that, mean, that means no snitching. That's what it means to black people. Like, <laughs> I ain't see nothing. I ain't see. I ain't see shit. Yeah, so I mean, I don't know what that means for Bob. <laughs> but But for us... No snitch. Keep your mouth shut, y'all. Hey, like, if, I, if, I knock, if I knock that dude out, but you know, I'm sorry. I can't support. I'm sorry. I I, I'm, no, I'm lying too. I'm lying too because I'm snitching. I am. I am too. I'm snitching. I ain't going front. Don't do nothing around me because we're coming out of me right. or you, and I ain't had nothing to do with what you did. I'm like, I ain't do that. I'm going home. I'm going home. Mm-hmm. That's it, right there. So yeah. I, so I think I told this story real quick on this podcast, but there was a time I went to a concert. Had a great time. There's one dude that had a really good time. He even got got on stage with the artist, and 
after the concert, dude was belligerent. <laughs> and he was like, he was turning up on the security at the venue. And like she said, oh, I'm going to call the cops. Guess what I did at that point? That's what you get up out of there. Right. Like, all right, fam, I'm going to go ahead and holler at you, though. Like, I'm trying to go home. Sorry. If it ain't about me, let's keep keep. Yeah. Now, I might not, at that point, I might not be pointing at people saying who did it. Right. I'm certainly, I'm certainly getting up out of there. I'm not the one one that did it. So, yeah. It's time to slide. Right. I'm low. Yeah, we get low at that point. Okay. Right. You you won't be asked stupid. So, yeah. So all that to say, y'all. I did not know this man. Yeah, <laughs> we, we 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 laugh, we joke, but golden end of the night is to go home. Right. Sometimes you gotta know what time it is. Yep. So look what time it is. So matter of fact, know what time it is. It's time for us to get up out of here. Yep. So before we wrap up, y'all know this show is brought to you by the Black Sport Media Network. Yep. Come check out all the shows and the podcasts and all the good stuff we have going on at Black Sport Media. This is where a little piano music we playing in the background, like the little game show music. Yeah, Black Sport Media, y'all. So check us Absolutely. out, Um and, and for Community Coalition Show, we be around next week. Well, it's holiday. We might be around next week, I guess. Yeah, because it's going to be some some ignorance is going to happen this weekend. So absolutely, we'll be here to deal with it. So, hey, uh, also happy Thanksgiving, y'all. Yeah, no, happy Indigenous. Ooh, you are absolutely right. Um, you know what I call this? Happy Indigenous people. And happy, I'm taking a break. That's what I'm saying. I don't know. I can't keep up with all the politically correct stuff. I just know I'm taking a couple days to myself and me and my fam. Right. I'm going to eat. Happy, eat some food, watch some football. Chill out. Like, Chill just, out, just get low, y'all. If you're traveling, be safe out here. Right. These roads is crazy. They already getting crazy. These flights is crazy. These people is crazy. Right. So wherever okay, you go. Come on now. Also, if you're I mean, taking... We see, it, we see what people that wearing masks and be... airlines this weekend, keep your hands up. I'm just saying, like, you know, <laughs> I just want people to be safe, like, not so much the method, but just like holiday season gets hectic for a lot of people. Protect you know? your wallets. Your Definitely. wallets. Protect your chicken. Protect your mentals. And protect your face. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so all that jazz, y'all. Y'all know what it is. <laughs> uh, y'all, it protect your chicken, like the great, like the great Marshawn Lynch said. Absolutely. Protect <laughs> your chicken. Protect your mentals. Yeah, and, and no dry turkey. Like, right. and and if she got raisins in the potato salad, don't eat it. Get up out of there. You know that one cousin that can't cook. If there's raisins in the potato salad, she toxic. That's definitely red flag. Yeah, she Absolutely. don't. She didn't get invited no more. Right. So we could do a whole. We could do a whole show on that, like etiquette. Gotta leave her. Gotta go. All right, y'all. So we out. Peace. Peace. Black Score Media Network. Come to Black Squirrel.